Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello, and welcome to Ask a Clean Person, the podcast on ACAST. I'm Jolie Kerr, a cleaning expert, advice columnist, and author of the New York Times bestselling book, My Boyfriend Barfed in My Handbag, and Other Things You Can't Ask Martha. My weekly cleaning advice column, Ask a Clean Person, appears on Esquire.com, and you should send your questions about cleaning or anything else, really, to joliecare at gmail.com. With me, as always, is my partner in grime, Dave Lozo. Hey, hey. Dave. Hi. I missed you. What's Welcome up? back. Hi. <laughs> this is going to be like an interrupting war what? this whole time. What are you talking about? Stop I don't know what you mean. Behave yourself. I did miss you. Don't make me take that back. I don't believe her. And if you do, keep it up, do. I'll throw you out of the studio because yeah, I don't see? even need you today. See? Uh-huh. Exactly. <laughs> so we have a very special guest with us today. Oh, the, the topic is semen. You need me here. You need, you need the... I do come too. on. Dave, I need you. It's, I, can't, I can't deny that. I can't <laughs> deny that. All right, but we have a very special guest here today because the topic is semen. Mm-hmm. And you know, when we're talking about semen, we like to welcome New York Magazine sex columnist Maureen O'Connor into the studio. Hi, oh, Maureen. Wow, I'm, I'm so proud to be one of your <laughs> semen go-tos. You are the <laughs> semen go-to. It's like, when a, it's like when a plane disappears, they always call that one captain guy to be on CNN. And like, you're our oh, semen. Yeah, you're, like yeah. our, you're our semen person. I'm that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> hey, I'll take it. Why not? <laughs> yeah. I, I would be very proud of that. We're going to go live to Maureen O'Connor at the semen headquarters. <laughs> uh, what can you tell us about the semen and uh, where it's been and where it's going to go? <laughs> Um, so as, as we've already uh, alluded to, we're going to be talking a lot about semen today. Maureen and I have a, have a mystery that we were working on unraveling that we're going to talk about in, on this episode, and we're very, yes. very excited about it. The most perverted uh, Scooby-Doo episode of all time. <laughs> it was, this, this has been really fun for me, I have to say. Um, but before we get into it, we want to remind you that we offer bonus episodes and all sorts of other cool rewards to our premium subscribers. If you would like to help underwrite our show by becoming an Ask a Clean Person the podcast patron, go to patreon.com slash askacleanperson to check out all the packages we're offering and to select the level of giving that's right for you. Your support helps us so much, and we'd love to hear from you if there are rewards you'd like us to consider making available. We have some new patrons to thank, and I am particularly excited about these new patrons because one of the two of them, if you can believe it, for episode 69 is patron number 69. We have exactly 69 patrons going into this episode. I was thrilled because, of course, I, I love symmetry. Um, the only thing is, is that patron 69 did not actually want to be identified as patron 69. Oh, so we can make up the name then, right? He No, I, I there are two. So I'm going to tell you the name of the two new patrons, but I won't tell you which one was 68 and which one was 69. So... Um, a oh, bit, oh, they just didn't want to be identified as 69? Well, he, he, he sent like a very funny message back to me and he was and he said i like to be clean of home and of mine so let's just call me patron 70 like it was fun. he was just riffing like he was being funny okay so but um i i also like i'm not gonna i'm not gonna read the last names of these two pages because i i also like looked him up and he's he's a he's a lawyer at like a very prestigious firm 
Um, and I don't want to like cause them any problem. I don't know. I just sure. ha- no, no, ha- no. having having worked at white shoe law firms, like I know all the weird shit they can get hung up on. So anyway, so our new patrons, big thank you to Mitchell and Kurt, two guys this week. Actually, this is the first that we have yeah. two male patrons. Mm. I'm very very excited about that. Um, okay, so now with that all out of the way, we can get into this clean person mystery. Yeah. Um, so let me <laughs> <laughs> let me um, let me set the stage here. I think you guys know that about a month ago was it about a month ago, Maureen, that we did the Sex yeah. Lives show. Yeah, I think so. Um, about a month ago, I was a guest on Maureen's podcast, Sex Lives, and we were answering um, or we were we were listening to questions that her listeners call in and they leave voicemails and they tell stories or they ask questions and it was sort of a combination of both of those things, all relating somehow to cleaning. And sex or relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the questions um, was, was a, a very good question about masturbation and around etiquette. And in the course of us discussing the answer, we, we brought up something that I said, I think this actually might be true, but I haven't gone, I haven't done a full deep dive into the research on this. So I'm not entirely positive. Mm-hmm. And and I like hadn't if I'd prepared for the show, I would have brought all my data in, but I didn't have all of that. So we decided to cut that whole section out of the episode of Sex Lives and save it for when Maureen was joining us back on Ask a Clean Person, the podcast, which is today, episode 69. We've been Yay. planning for this forever. Um, and in the interim, in between that time, I was going to do the deep dive into the research and I was going to prove one way or another if semen clogs a drain. Yes. So that is the mystery that we're going to be talking about today. Um, but I want Maureen to paraphrase what the question was that led us to talking about this. Um, because then in the second segment, I actually transcribed the whole question. And I'm going to make Dave read it. Yes. And, <laughs> um, and we're, and we're going to talk about the answers to how we would answer the question. Mostly because I've already asked Dave. And his answer really surprised me. Hmm. He, <laughs> yeah. Um, so let's not spoil that. Let's have Maureen um, just sort of recap the what the question was from your listener. So it was a male listener, and he was calling about the etiquette of masturbating when you are a house guest. Um, because he had a job where he would stay for sometimes like a week at a time or so at his various friends' homes. Um And he was just sort of figuring out that he's like, where is it polite to masturbate? Should I just not masturbate in their house? Um, (laughs) And I think that my instant reaction, I mean, we both, I think, were like, okay, yeah, you know, you can masturbate in someone's house. It's just a matter of where and when. Mm -hmm. Um, And my instant reaction was in the shower because, you know, you're you're supposed to be doing whatever you do in the shower alone with the door shut. No one's going to bother you. No... The water's Fear running. So weird noises. Yeah. Sure. Um, and then Julie jumped in with what that I, th- perhaps <laughs> listeners have heard of this, that every, every like September, there will be some kind of like viral tweet, whatever the fuck, about colleges supposedly sending out letters advising young men to stop masturbating in the shower because they're clogging all the drains. No, that's a thing? Yes, you've never seen this? I've never once seen a viral or any sort of like... Oh. Like Northwestern's like stop cranking off in the dorm showers? Yeah, yeah. No kidding. If no, you, okay, now here's the thing. Well, wait, hold on a second. If all you right. go, you have the show 
notes pulled up. If you tap on that Slate article that I have linked, you'll see they have photos of the of these fake notices. Yes. Um, oh, they're so, fake. Yeah. Well, oh, okay. So well, kind of well, so then, well, so, the college dorm notices are are definitely they're jokes. They're oh, not. They're okay. the ma- maintenance is not putting them up. They're uh, an ongoing like freshman dorm joke. That's but good, good bit. But like the it. question. It's funny. The question of whether semen will clog a shower drain was still one that we weren't sure of the answer to. Mm-hmm. And what and actually I didn't really come to it from that from the college dorm thing. I've come to it in in different ways <laughs> because it's Dave's also funny because it's it's always the the premise in all that like college dorm whatever frats blah 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 is always that like did you know when like semen hits water it turns into cement to cement it's so, always a reference to cement for yeah, whatever reason it is and, and then you you know you make the semen <laughs> cement jokes yeah so the thing is is that i i actually haven't quite come to it from i get it that <laughs> this is why i pay the big bucks sorry i was, um, I was just reading the the, the, the things that are funny it's like a big U- U- U.S. Amherst <laughs> logo on the thing. That's unbelievable. Uh, oh, the kids. Um, I've, I've, I have heard this over the years, not through the college dorm notices, but just sort of because it's out in the yeah. atmosphere. And I have been asked this. And actually, where we, where we dropped off in talking about it on Sex Lives, what we ended up editing out, was that I actually was asked to write a column about it. Mm-hmm. Um, for a publication that pulled a fast one on me, they they were. <laughs> mm-hmm. no, I, I, didn't, I didn't mean that. Um, <laughs> they they. It was a long story to go into. So they had originally we had been set up to do this column, and then they had basically pulled a bait and switch on me, and I caught them, and I was like, "Dave, <laughs> sorry, bait and switch." I'll, I'll that's stop. not. That has nothing to. I'll not, stop. That's I'll stop. nothing to do with masturbation. Um. And oh, maybe it does. Oh god, this whole episode is going to be a disaster. <laughs> sorry, you guys. I'm sorry. Tell the story. I'll stop. I'll stop laughing. Um, and so anyway, so I had I had started down the path of researching this for this column that I was supposed to be writing. Then I pulled the column entirely, mm-hmm. and I didn't have any other place to be writing about this particular topic. So, um, because I had started researching it, but I hadn't completed. I don't, that, I don't get it. No, it's not. That wasn't good. <laughs> um, I don't know. I just try to anticipate anything you're going to say. It's not really a stroke of genius. Uh, I sh- oh. Sorry. Um, this is going to no, be like a two-hour episode. It's going to be so long. I'm just going to do this the entire time. <laughs> That's why I have you here. Um, you know, I couldn't I couldn't say I have an answer or not, but what I had seen, where, where I left off in the research, I had found some pretty compelling evidence that pointed to this being true. Um, now... The compelling evidence came from Reddit. So a, a thousand grains of salt have to come with that. And I, and I knew I was not going to claim, like, yes, absolutely, 100% this is true because I read it on Reddit. Um, but, like, I have, I have the explanation from Reddit that I am going to read to you because when you read it, it is, it sounds, it is compelling and it sounds sciencey and real. Um, <laughs> and, you know, I, and I was like, oh, I think this is true. Now, the other thing... Um, is and this this actually happened to me again last night. I was talking, so I am actually now that we're doing a podcast about. It, I am going to write about this. I am going to do a companion post um, about this. And I was talking to my editor last night, and I and I just said what the topic was, and he was like, "That's true." 
And I was like, no, oh. it's, I was like, it's not. And he, and he, and before I could even get out, no, it's not. He was like, not to like get super personal. This is an actor I've known oh my a gosh. long time. He was like, ah. not to get super personal or weird or anything, but like, I personally know that's true. And I was like, no, 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 you don't. Like, it's not true. And also, ah. Wait, it's not? It's not true. You're all clogging your drains in so many other yeah, ways. It's not your, <laughs> you know? <laughs> um, so anyway, so, well, I guess I've, now I've, I've, told you what the answer is but that which is fine um because we have a Do whole giveaway no we have a whole we have a whole journey to take you give on. us yes. the reddit science on it okay so um fuck reddit science <laughs> anyways r okay. slash science so so before i get into the reddit science so here was the here was the wrench that got thrown into things so after we recorded this episode maureen went to do her fact checking and she texted me and she was like hey i'm when we were doing the editing on the episode and I'm doing my fact checking and she sends me the slate article that says that this, the, the college dorm notices are all, uh, all just a big joke. And actually the semen will not clog a drain. And they, um, they, they cited a, a urologist at Harvard medical school must be Harvard medical school. Um, so, and she was like, I don't know. And I, and I was like, listen, I, I used to be, I, my first job out of college was as a fact checker. I do not want you airing anything that I've said if it, if it might not be true. And I can't say that it's true because I, I literally said on the episode, I haven't, I haven't done all of the research in this. So just cut it out. And I was like, but, um, you know, I've, I've started the research into this topic and I found some compelling science behind it. And more importantly... Slate is not a publication that I will just accept as a red check because Slate brings an agenda to much of which it writes. Let what me, is the agenda let of me, misinformation about jizz? So, so, <laughs> Big jizz is getting all over this. I, they don't want you to know the truth. I don't know, but I know that Slate's whole thing, and this isn't me making this up. This is, this is the Slate thing. Like Slate's thing is to be contrarian and to offer the Slate take. And I've seen, not in this particular instance, but in other instances, I've seen publications, happens all the time, I've seen publications take scientific data and twist it in such a way that they can make some, like, clickbait-worthy headline out of. Like and global then, warming. Yeah, but, I mean... But jizz. But jizz. <laughs> right, yeah. okay. Um, and so, you know, because, because I've seen this happen in a thousand other places and also because I know that Slate has this this thing this contrarian agenda of theirs and that's fine like if you know that going in you're fine I'm not going to accept something that Slate says so I use the term red check I actually ended up this, this whole thing took me in like a very weird thing I ended up getting in touch with my boss from Sports Illustrated which was that was the first job out of college where I was the fact checker I haven't talked to him in probably 19 18 19 years something like that it was great to get in touch with him we're gonna go for coffee soon um to make sure that i was using this term correctly red check was a term that we used to use at si and fact checking to refer to a source that of of it on its own was not infallible mm -hmm. a black check was a source that was infallible um an encyclopedia britannica would be a black check uh. an article in slate would be a red check and you need two red checks to equal a black check so the Slate thing, I wasn't just going to accept this because Slate said it. I needed to find other, I needed to find a backup source that would say the same thing. 
That's interesting. And I wonder if the rules of engagement with red checks have changed. Totally. Like, damn, I'm right now already plotting the misinformation that I can spread (laughs) with the power of the red check. I mean, the thing is, is that fact checking (laughs) is changed, I'm sure. They have jizz inside. Twinkies. That's that's that's. <laughs> I heard that. Maureen O'Connor had that. Her it thing. It's got to be true. At least two unreputable yeah. places yeah, by an unreputable right, so journalist. It's true. So. It's true. Um, I mean, the thing is, is that like fact, the job that I did, my first job out of college, doesn't exist anymore. I'm one of those people. Like fact checking still exists. It yeah. still exists. Fact checked. It still exists, but not in not yeah. in the way that it did. It's different. Yeah, yeah. it is different now. Um, and I don't think they literally use pens when they. Re- Right, which anymore. we which Nobody we did. Here is what you did pen? when you, here's pen? what you did when you fact checked. You took your article, you got a highlighter, you highlighted every single yeah. fact in it that needed to be checked, and then you went through and you literally like struck through everything that you had checked, and you had all you had to print out all your sources and you stapled them to the back and you had a folder. That's how you, every single week fact check. I fact checked fucking TV listings at Sports Illustrated. That was how much we fact checked mm-hmm. TV listings. Yep, oh. and my TV listings guy is still at ESPN. I still, I still see him on on press releases, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, Josh Gorlowitz, Missy Man. Um. Anyway, here is the other thing about that Slate article. It was written by an intern. I don't support intern shaming either. No, I'm not intern this shaming, but definitely I was, intern I know, shaming. but I was definitely, <laughs> but I was definitely not going to take it at at face value. Wow. Okay. You know, so, who, you know who was an intern? Jesus. Monica Lewinsky? Oh, wow. Again. How, again. How, how? In a jizz discussion, how are you leaving out Monica maybe, Lewinsky? Maybe I was building that up for later to save the, the shootout <laughs> when the time <laughs> was right. There it is. There it is. I wasn't going to pull that out right away oh. in the beginning. That's embarrassing. <sighs> you done? Wait, hold you on. Got- a couple more drops. <laughs> Finished. Okay. All right. I'm going to take a nap. Yeah, they all do. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, okay, so we, you know, as I said, so we, Maureen and I decided we're going to delve into the literature uh, and, and report this one out, which I was very excited. I have done that. We have an answer. Obviously, we've already alluded to what the answer is, but there, there's like even more. So we, here's the stuff from Reddit. Actually, Dave, do you want to read the stuff from Reddit, or do you want me to read it? I can't believe you trust Reddit over an intern. I didn't trust Reddit. I, okay. I, I wait, Maureen. <laughs> I just, I just feel that like I'm, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm making important discoveries about like my my relative no, no, levels no, no. of what I but, trust no, no. and don't back, trust. Back, back this train up because that 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 was that was an unfair malignment of me. Um, I I did not. Say, I understand. You, I did yeah. not say that I trust Reddit. I actually said the total opposite. It came from Reddit, and yeah. I would never trust anything on Reddit. It was just that the explanation was so compelling that I thought, like, okay, I'm going to take. It just this. got stuck in your brain. I was like, yeah. I'm going to take this as a jumping off point, and yeah. I'm going to go find a medical doctor and yeah. or a scientist and ask them to to corroborate this. So that mm-hmm. was what I was trying to do. It wasn't that I was trusting Reddit because yeah. I would not trust Reddit. Is Reddit is not a Reddit. They're all interns too. Yeah, well, right, but but here's, much. here's the here's the problem. The the bigger problem I have with Slate is that there is a there is a clear agenda with Slate. You know that going in. It's fine. They state it. It's like Fox News. Like you know, it's not unbiased. It's okay for Wait, Slate. What? Really? Yes, the contrary, the Slate take. <laughs> um, and then, but then when I got down to the end of it, and I saw that like you know so and so is an intern, I was like, well, it isn't an intern. Like, there's another level on which like I'm just not gonna this on my own and and stated this fact so um okay here's the reddit thing dave did you want to read the reddit thing or do you want me to read it it's a little bit like i was gonna jump in but if you don't want me to 
I mean, no, you're, I you're, you're the one who trusts Reddit, so you can do it. I think you need a male voice <laughs> if you're reading something from Reddit. You just do. It's a rule. Right. It, and, it's, <laughs> and, it, and it's semen-based. It's, it's a Reddit yeah. semen post. So I think well, I, That's I, a dude job. I'm bound by like man law to have to read okay. this. Actually, there are two competing forces at work here. See, that already sounds science-y. Competing forces. <laughs> semen is composed of sperm, water, and several proteins and enzymes. One protein is a coagulating protein, the purpose of which is to make sure that the semen stays in a mass inside the mate and doesn't run back out. <laughs> Wait, the mental image of like a bunch of like little sperms yeah. like jogging out. <laughs> <laughs> sperms unite! No, we're, we lost Steve! Steve, no! <laughs> like I'm imagining them in like little matching tracksuits. <laughs> like, <laughs> Come on, let's be serious. This is science. This is Reddit science. One of the enzymes is a decoagulating enzyme, which is supposed to dissolve the coagulating protein after some time, releasing the sperm bound up in the coagulated mass. This person just discovered the word coagulated like a minute before they wrote this, I think. <laughs> this combination dramatically improves the chances of impregnation. In the shower, the decoagulating enzyme gets washed away rather quickly, leaving behind the coagulating protein, thus instant spermy glue. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> That's even too much for me. I, feel, I Wait, sidebar. I, I want to hear from the women on that. That did not phase me at all. I feel like women are so attuned to, to the occurrence of spermy glue. Spermy glue didn't gross me out. Actually, the like massive coagulating running out, that was more evocative <laughs> and upsetting to me. <laughs> <laughs> to be perfectly honest. Like spermy glue. I, I don't know. I just, I just you know, you use glue and it's just, I don't want to think about that while I'm doing that. As some have noted, the temperature is not critical, as some have noted. Like, like other people in the field have noted. <laughs> Others, other Reddit scientists I've talked to have said. I think other people in the thread were talking about whether um, if you jerk off in a cold shower, it won't happen versus a hot shower. That's what, uh, that's what he's talking about. Boy, God, guys are, guys, are the, guys are the biggest scientists in the world when they have to jerk off somewhere and not get, get caught. <laughs> like fucking MacGyver. <laughs> Uh, uh, some have noted the temperature is not critical. However, how many times you've tried this in a day does matter. It takes time to produce the coagulating protein and everything else, but apparently, especially the protein. After the first one or two tries, tries, like, uh, like meaning loads. after you've yes, oh, like uh, tries, <laughs> like I <laughs> uh, can't get done. I'll come back later. What does that mean? Tries. This guy's not a scientist. There's no way tries is a scientific term for jerking off. Christ. Your semen is going to appear much more watery, very little protein, and have a lot less cloudy whiteness, much less sperm whiteness. And of course, the younger you are, assuming you're past puberty, the faster you recover your stickiness. This is no... This is, oh. It starts off very doctory. Yeah, right. It starts off, but yeah. that's why I said like it was yeah. just a start. It was literally just, just like it was just a starting off. Your, your jizz factor at the end is probably going to be sticky list. Wait, yeah. what? <laughs> that's not a doctor. Nice try, buddy. Um, okay, so like I said, that was the the yeah. original research that I had done, and this was a couple of years ago that I had done this. So like that was basically about as far as I had gotten. It was just that I remembered this thing about this coagulating protein. The other the other thing that's that's kind of crucial to this is that the protein is a is a thing I know a lot about because of the job I do. Obviously, you yes. guys all know that every time Maureen is here, we're hooting and protein hollering about stains. protein stains and, you know, jizz and zout and all that <laughs> kind of good stuff. Um, but the other the other thing about about protein when, when it's not the, the jizzy kind of protein, um, if you think about 
like e- like egg residue, at, like mm-hmm. the, not like my my ovary eggs, like chicken eggs, eggs you eat. Yeah. Um. Um. If you leave, if you like make scrambled eggs in a pan, and you just like leave the pan sitting around for a while. You eat your eggs, and you go putter around, and you come back, and you try to clean the eggs off. They they become like glue. Like they're really really hard to clean once they've they've dried up and kind of hardened. Mm. I, I like pause. I was like, am I really going to have to say the word hardened on this show? Um, yes, I am. So because I know that, and that happens because of the protein in eggs. That's yeah. a protein thing. And so I was like, well, you know, it stands to reason that like, mm-hmm. I already know this of protein and there's this sort of compelling description of coagulating proteins and so on and so forth. And it's truthy. It has truthiness to yeah, it. And it, it. Yeah, and it feels right. The other thing is... You know, just like I was describing my editor's reaction when I yeah. was telling him about this, Maureen and I both were saying that we think that we've experienced this, that when we had, you know, men men who were, you know, in our homes frequently or lived there, they were roommates or were dating them or whatever, um, that that our, our showers were quite frequently backed up. And when they left, the drain was running clear again. And... So we both sort of felt like we had anecdata to support the idea that this was true. Well, I think I didn't think it was true at the time either, though, actually, because I'd actually read the Slate article was the only reason. Oh, okay. But it is true that, well, I was like, I don't know. Like, if, you know, I think we were both just like, there was confidence to it that I was like, okay, yeah. Because, I mean, as soon as somebody um, that you live with who you no longer want to live with leaves, that you're like, everything's better. The drains are clearer. (laughs) The windows are like Everything the sun is better. shining better you know like it's it all true. and so i was like okay yeah yeah it's probably his fault that the drain was stopped up all that time right yeah um which my source actually gets into so yes. i'll i will we'll move back to that um so okay let's let's read there is a there's a snippet of the slate article that we should read dave do you want to read this okay section also it's fast Abraham, what a name this guy has. This is a very good, very good science name. Yeah, it is. Abraham Morgan Taylor, an associate professor of urology at Harvard Medical School and the director of Men's Health Boston, debunked the rumor for us once and for all in an email to Slate. Imagine being like a Harvard professor and you got to email Slate about like jizz drains. Like, well, that's what I that's what I just did. If you guys could see the emails that I was sending out to like the head of urology at NYU, like this was crazy. Like he's just, he's, he has like all these patients he's got to see. Hold on, I got I got to write back to Julie Care about jizz. Well, he they got right love it. He does. They, they do love that. They do shit. love yeah. it. And he got right back to me. Yeah. It's yeah. such a fun, yeah, 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 yeah. easy divertment for them. You know right. that the, the um yeah and schooling us ignoramuses is like a fun easy activity for them. Uh, <laughs> and yeah. who doesn't like talking about jizz? Right. Come on, bunch of jizz noobs in my email. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one, Maureen. Come on. It's true. Oh, I didn't even try that. I oh, I wasn't even, I didn't catch that it. That just happened. I it? did. Oh. <laughs> she said, who doesn't love talking about jizz? Come on. I get it. Yeah. Come on. Okay. In an email to Slate, Morgan Taylor says that not only is semen never thick enough to clog a drain, but that 20 to 30 minutes after ejaculation, it will become a runny liquid and slide away. <laughs> <laughs> now yeah. I'm picturing the jizz doing like the electric slide. <laughs> I'm picturing more like a slip and slide going down a mountain. Oh, yeah. Right, right into the lake. <laughs> when a man ejaculates, the fluid first comes out like a gel with a certain amount of consistency that likely helps with fertility by allowing it to stay longer within the vagina than if it were a runny liquid. 
For this reason, a semen analysis is never performed immediately on a fresh specimen. The lab technicians need to wait until it becomes a liquid, which takes 20 to 30 minutes. Okay, I have a question. Does that mean someone's jizzing, like, right there in the lab, and then they have to, like, stand there? Like, everyone just waits for the, the jizz to do its thing for 20 to 30 minutes? No, you just take a sample in a, in a sample jar, and it goes into the slide. You, have you ever given a urine sample? Yeah. It's the same thing with a semen sample. It just goes into the... Yeah, but jizz is a, comes out a little differently than the, than the urine. So someone's, like, in the in It goes the into a cup, Dave. Yeah, but, wait, it come, it, you have to... Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll come okay, back I, it's from the sample to like when they do the testing in the lab, right? That the they just can't do it just instantly. Has to sit for twenty minutes, not the not the person. No, but I'm thinking like someone's in the room doing their thing for the lab people. Yeah, yeah. Then they get done. Yeah, and they're just standing over the jizz, waiting for it to do its thing for twenty. Oh no, 30 they minutes. give it to them in gluey form, and then they wait for it yeah. to turn into liquid. The scientists just wait for the wait until the they give the but sample. It's, it's like an immediate testing situation you know what i mean like no it's not okay <laughs> well you have to have right if it takes if you 20 to 30 minutes have to go by i feel like we're i, think, I, I, I feel like we're I all on think... the same page but we're all the yeah. same in a different way yeah i, think I don't think are. i know what you're asking actually let's just move on yes. what is semen <laughs> <laughs> well dave when a man and a woman out. love each other very much Okay, as a rule, semen just isn't thick enough to clog a drain. And after a short while, he keeps using this term, it will become runny like water Ugh. anyway. <laughs> Who wants to go get some sunny side up eggs? <laughs> Anyone? No? Um, okay, so that, that, all, that all sounds good and right. But as I said, you know, it's a Slate article. It's only one source. Um, I mean, uh, look, uh, a Harvard urologist is a, is a pretty good... Source, but it, he's not a black check. He's a red check. There should have been two, there should have been two sources. I have two sources. Actually, I have three because I have Morgan Taylor. Um, so I wanted to find my own sources. Now I will I will tell you. Um, right, we're gonna have to go to a break in a second. Um, but when we come back, I'll go through all my sources and we'll get this. I'll tell you before we go to the break. It is actually quite hard to find scientists to talk to about jizz. Like, <laughs> I was asking all over the place. I finally got to the point where I crowdsourced on Twitter. And Twitter, thank you, Twitter. Twitter came to my rescue. Mm-hmm. I ended up with, um, with, with two really good sources. And I, and I had backup if I needed them, which was really great. Um, so you basically had a load of information. I sure did, Dave. Okay. I sure did. That's good to um, know. Okay, so this is a good time for us to take a quick break. Dave, Maureen, and I will be right back with more on this very jizzy mystery. This is Ask a Clean <laughs> Person, the podcast. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome back to Ask a Team Person, the podcast. I'm Jolie Kerr. Dave and I are joined by New York Magazine's Maureen O'Connor, and we have been talking about jizz. This is great, you guys. Man, I, this is the best job in the world. So good. Okay, so we, le- we left off. 
at the point where I finally found sources of my own. Um, the first, Dr. Joseph Alukal, is the director of male reproductive health at NYU School of Medicine. Um, I want to give just a, a quick shout out. I'm not going to say her name because I, I know she likes to, to keep saying her sort of uh, online and IRL stuff, church and state. But I just want to say, you know who you are. Thank you so much for your help and for the introduction to Dr. Alukal. He was great. Um, I also, in Googling Dr. Alukal, he, so he's, he's, you know, obviously he's a specialist in, in um, male reproductive health. He, he does a lot of work around um, vasectomies and reversals and, and so on and so forth. And I, he's known as like the sperm whisperer, which I think is so great. I know. I feel like we might like have to have him come on the show at some point as a guest. Like, I feel like you would just be a really good source guest. Um, So I send him the question and he writes back and he says, hi, happy to help. I remember the slate article. Urologists specialized in our field tend to send these kinds of things around. I also know Morgan Taller well. Turns out he's absolutely right. There's no chance it will clog a drain. Liquefaction after about 20 minutes is a well-described phenomenon. All right. So there we go. We've got that. Now that to me, Morgan Taylor and a local two red checks equals a black checks. I'm I'm good to go. But in the meantime, my question is, so what was clogging my drain in high school then? (laughs) I'm going to tell you. Oh, good. I really want to know. Yeah. Because I'm pretty sure it was me. (laughs) (laughs) I always assumed it was all this time, but. Um, well, I mean, it was you. It just, just wasn't your jizz. Are you sure? Because I was really in there a lot. <laughs> I feel like it had to be me. Um, well, it was you. It just wasn't your jizz. Um, <laughs> how you say you're, you emphasize it was someone else's jizz. It might have been. I don't know. I don't know what you were doing in high school, Dave. It wasn't your jizz. You were, you were playing hockey. I don't know. I don't know what goes on in those locker rooms. Yeah. I mean, the locker rooms are very, like, homoerotic places like the, there's all that like are they sex-based hazing and yeah you're, i think you're thinking of locker rooms in 80s movies no i'm not also are. porno locker rooms no I'm not. oh yeah those are those are good ones yeah, yeah. gym locker rooms there's a lot going on in gym locker rooms yeah it's like 75 year old dudes walking around with their dongs hanging out <laughs> like that's not really erotic oh you don't go in the steam room do you no, but I've thought about it. Yeah, recently. Maureen. Maureen. <laughs> okay, well, have fun with that, Dave. No, don't I, tell him. Don't tell him, Maureen. What? I just want him to go in and find out what happens in there. No, the steam it, rooms. It, yeah. Well, I think it depends on your gym. Yeah, my my, right? my steam room is small. Like I don't think you can fit more than like three that's people in said. there. Wait, what do you mean that's what she said? My steam room is small. <laughs> small. Is, that, is that what you call it? A steam room? <laughs> 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 uh. All right, let's get let's get back to the yeah. Tip. Sorry, so, sorry. so here's the other thing. In the meantime. I had also got. I had also been put in touch um, with Diane Kelly, who is a biologist who splits her time between studying sex and writing about science. Most recently, she was the lead writer for Throb, Gizmodo's <laughs> site. Of- <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> I was unprepared for that. I send you this beforehand, so you won't get. I skim the letters, so I look for big words to make sure I can read them. That's all. It's more exciting this way for me to be in the moment. <laughs> Throb.com. Throb. Throb, which was Gizmodo's site about the science of sex. So it's so good, too. Um, yeah. I love that. And Diana is great. So I, I sent her the same query that I had sent um, Dr. Alucal, and she also got back to me. So I want to include her response as well. Um, so Diane says So normally I focus on the structural mechanics of penis function. Me, that- too. <laughs> <laughs> Weird. Me, three. Um, 
<laughs> that is erection and how it works in different animals. But as it happens, I gave a theoretical talk about ejaculation at the APS fluids meeting last November. So I fluids meetings. So I have some papers in my files that you might find useful. And as a sidebar from Jolie, how do I get an invitation to the APS fluids meeting? Because I desperately want to go to that. I also found when I was researching and I, you know, I ended up finding my own sources, so I didn't need to yeah. buy it. But I think I'm probably just going to buy it just to have it there. I found a book on Amazon that was like it was called something like bodily functions and how they work. And it was just an entire book all about like every single different bodily function how it works, why oh, it works, God. like the evolution of it. And I was like, I'm, and you would love that. I'm, I'm, it's my, yeah, that's like, that's like bathtub reading for me. It's perfect. Perfect. If I wasn't so busy watching Vanderpump Rules as bathtub, <laughs> I'd, be, I'd be reading about, about various bodily functions and, and why they exist. Um, okay, so back, back to Diane's uh, response to me. As you may have already found out, semen isn't simple. <laughs> I also know that <laughs> have personal experience with that uh, there are sperm cells for sure but they're suspended in a fluid with a complex cocktail of ions sugars and proteins Ooh. some of these molecules act as coagulants others as liquefiers and their behavior was pretty well characterized back in the 1980s shortly after ejaculation semen coagulates into a gel possibly to maximize its time next to the cervix but over the next 5 to 30 minutes, it liquefies. Since the papers say it liquefies equally well in, in vitro tests as in vivo, I expect that even if some semen got washed into a shower drain in the gel phase, it would be liquefied before its source finished shaving. <laughs> Best Diane. <laughs> I thought that was so great. I, I really, really love Diane's, way to put it. Diane's response. Now, one other thing, just to go back to Dr. Olucal's, um, response to me was that in, in my note to him and as well into Diane, I mentioned this anecdata that you mm-hmm. and I both had about we feel like we have experienced this in our own lives when when men were using our showers regularly and then mm-hmm. and then we're not. And ruining everything. And that the drain We're sorry. Was never <laughs> I, no, you you're not. You're unrepentant. Oh my God. Um I'm begging for forgiveness. Okay, I, on behalf I, of all men. No, I don't. I don't believe it. You're like slate. You have an agenda. <laughs> I do think that women probably clog drains more than men. Like, I think I probably wreak more havoc on like the drains mm, of men, just because like, I have more hair than hair. most dudes. Well, uh, well, here, here. So here's the thing um, that that Doctor Alukal said, and mm-hmm. I, I cut it out of the original note. But actually, since we're now, since Dave is insisting that he was clogging his own drain, I feel like I was. I know you feel like you were, and I'm telling you, you were. It was just not your semen that was doing it. So, so what was it? So what I this, this actually might be too personal for you. What what Dr. Alucal said was he was like, your roommate, meaning with the anecdota Man. that I had told him about, he was like, your roommate may have been losing his hair and not saying anything about it. It's a very oh. it's a very mm. sensitive subject among men. And then he like added, he was like, I'm I'm as bald as a billiard ball and I can I can talk <laughs> about it. <laughs> so um so that's one thing. And Good and point. and in thinking of this, so I don't actually think that that was what was going on in, in my particular situation. I don't think that was what was going on in Dave's situation in high school. Um but what I do think is the difference between the hair that men and women um are are basically sending down their drains is that women tend to have longer hair. Mm-hmm. And most of us are using drain catchers. Mm-hmm. And even if we're not, the longer hair, <clears throat> excuse me, will will sort of wind its way. If you know what a drain mechanism looks like, it, it 
It was sort of a, a very like thin, long, uh, like cable that goes down, and the and the hair will wrap around that. And so the long the long hair will kind of wrap around. But if you have short hair, um, and there's more of it, and men have body hair in addition to the hair that's on their head, in a way that women tend not to, in in terms of what we're shedding off in the shower. Um, I think that it's actually a function in the in the um, in the length and the coarseness of the hair that's that's going down the drain, that's being combined with the products that we're using in the shower, mm-hmm. um, which are are oftentimes quite viscous and um, can can combine with with hair and our you know our skin and our body oils and all of that, oh. and possibly also with some of that semen that you're letting out in the shower that the semen it's maybe catching in with all of the hair and the soap scum and it's just a lot of stuff going on down there so it's not that the semen will clog the drain it's that it's part of everything that's going down there that's contributing to a clog but i think that we have to say definitively that we know that it's not the semen doing it because we now have two clearly well, a highly trained and well-respected urologist, one from Harvard and one from NYU. I mean, like, you can't really get right. a whole lot better than those two sources. Um, and we have we have a biologist, um, and they're all saying the same thing. And, I mean, Diane literally did send me the papers. Like, she attached <laughs> these, like, medical papers, which was, which was great. Um, so there you have it. You can totally jerk off in the shower. It's it's really... Finally. It's really <laughs> fine, yeah. I'm free. <laughs> Um, okay, so now, so now that we uh, have solved this clean person mystery and we can send you out in the world to jerk, jerk off in showers with impunity, I know where Dave's going immediately after the show. Um, I'm already there. We, I'm already there mentally. <laughs> oh, I was like, oh, God, no. <laughs> there, there, remember, as I reminded you two weeks ago, there is a shower here. Oh, right. <laughs> oh, God. Like, give me like five minutes. We, we actually should have just been recording in there. <laughs> This would have been our first explicit episode. It's not our first explicit episode. Every episode is explicit. Do we have the E next to our show. thing on iTunes? Mm-hmm. Do yeah. we? I didn't think yeah, we yeah. did. Yeah, we do. So. There, it's, um, it's not on the show description. It's on the individual episode. If it's not, it needs to be. Oh, right, right, right. We're, right. We are children, Dave. <laughs> we, we do not behave ourselves at all. Um, that's I'm very okay. Mature. That's okay. It's my show. I can act like a child if I want. Um, okay. So, um, we actually, so now we, we want to, we want to back up, uh, to the question that sent us into this very jizzy rabbit hole and, um, (laughs) a jizzy rabbit hole. (laughs) When I can make Maureen go, I've done well. Like I'm picturing Um, Roger rabbit and like Jessica rabbit. (laughs) Yeah. That's what came to mind right away. It's going every weird direction. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Roger Rabbit too, the Jizzy Rabbit Hole. Oh God! <laughs> I would go see that movie. I'd go see that movie in the theater. Um, okay, so um, we, we want to loop back to the original question um, and talk about the the etiquette and politics of where to come. And for longtime listeners, if that sounds familiar to you, it should be because. The Complicated Politics of Where to Come is the title of a great article that Maureen wrote in 2015 
um, that we talked about the very first time you came on this podcast. Oh, yes. So, I can't believe that was two years ago. It's crazy, right? It was September of 2015 when you came on for the first time. Huh. It was, if you guys want to go back and listen to me, I came on. It's called, the episode title is Come it, On My Podcast. I know. It was just, it was just, <laughs> you were just like going back and forth between the two different ways you can use comment. It was just funny. No. So. <laughs> um, it's episode 14 if you guys want to go back and listen to that. Oh, it was good. It was a really, it was a fun. I did actually listen to the like first little section of it and it, it was we were we were really good. <laughs> just, you know, we're great, Maureen. What can I say? Yeah. Um. Okay, so I I I went back to the Sex Lives episode and I transcribed the guy's question. Okay. Um. Let's have little Dave. I think you got to read this one yeah. too. Yeah, I feel I like this, this is, is on me, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I love how it begins too. <laughs> the extra word there. I enjoy masturbating frequently. <laughs> That's how it starts. By the way, someone's gonna like like clip that audio and isolate it and put it on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> I enjoy masturbating, comma, frequently. As in usually once a day. If not once a day, then once every two to three days. So if I'm staying at someone's house for like a week, there's gonna be a moment there where I sort of feel like I need to masturbate. So how would you recommend going about that without being super weird and literally realizing that you're masturbating in someone else's house? Any suggestions would be welcome. Because this is a little bit of a nightmare to figure out otherwise. What a tough life this guy has. <laughs> Stay in people's houses and you got nowhere to crank it. Help. He actually wrote to a podcast to get help. Beat <laughs> off call, at someone's house. He called in. Even better, he called in. Oh my it God. Was, yeah, that was what I was saying. I transcribed so, it. Someone's listening and they're like, is that Kevin from accounting? <laughs> <laughs> Did he stay at your place last summer? Well, there was the other guy who was, who was calling and leaving the voicemail when he was out on the street. Oh, yeah. And he, at the end of it, he was like, I just realized that I'm leaving this on the street. But he wants to be like, <laughs> everyone's what? staring at me. <laughs> I forget what the question was, but I remember I can't quite that remember part which of that. one that was yeah. either. Um, okay, so we wanted to, so obviously now you can understand how Maureen and I, like, the first thing we were like, we'll do it in the shower. Right. Like, and my mm. first answer was just, just go three days without jerking off. Like, that's right. You can, that, you can, you can do it. So, yeah. So, L- like, surprised the surprised guy, me. The guy, the guy staying at someone's place for a week, like, yeah, you got it. You got to take care of business at some point. But like three days, like you can go three days. You know, the other thing, though, that I think we did not address or I didn't even realize until now hearing you reread that question. Um, <laughs> Sorry. That he's also asking for advice on like himself not feeling weird while he does it. Right. I didn't consider that like sometimes staying at <gasps> yeah. someone's house is a weird like you don't hmm. feel. I don't know. Yeah. Like, There's something you're... about like masturbating is such a statement of privacy in a way mm-hmm. that like um it's like, this is like my private space to do whatever I want in. Mm-hmm. And like that feeling I can see. Yeah. Yeah. Not working out when you're staying, depending on who you're staying with and under what yeah. circumstances. Which is why I feel, I mean, listen, I'm, I'm really actually thrilled about this shower answer that we have yeah. now. That we can definitely say it's fine because actually really the shower is the right place to do it. Like you don't have to work. To, so here, here's a question for the group. For me, the biggest issue is the sound issue, that you don't want people to hear you. So if you're in the shower, like, the sound is automatically going to be muffled. So yeah. you, that takes that whole thing off. Well, it depends how noisy of a masturbator you are, I suppose. <laughs> I sing, I mean, I sing while I do it, so no one knows. <laughs> yeah. The masturbation song? It's usually the Friends theme song. I was song. just going to say, it's <laughs> you talk about Friends. 
Sometimes a joke broke. And Wait, I'm scared that I know Dave's Matt go-to masturbation <laughs> song. It's it's not the it's not, it's never the extended version. Either. We spend too much time together. I've got to fire you from this show. It's like you're always stuck in second gear. No. Oh, I hope not. I would be very frustrated, <laughs> perhaps uncomfortable for the the men. Yeah. I'll be there for you. Sorry, good. I was just thinking about. I was just thinking about what I was going to do later when I get. I know. Home. I'm like, don't get, don't right. get carried so, away over there. Um, so yeah, I feel like the shower is the right place for it because you're. I mean, you're expected to be in there. Everyone takes different like length shower, so no one would really know. Maybe you're just a long shower taker, or it's like a super short shower. <laughs> Everyone knows what you did. There's no way you're clean. Um, I think the like you know the dead of the night is fine too if one prefers that or doesn't you know if being in a bathroom makes you also feel weird yeah i don't know i don't know blindfold yourself i think just anywhere where you have a door shut yeah. like if you're sleeping on someone's sofa in their living room i feel don't. like that's a <laughs> yeah, bad situation that. right yeah that's bad. yeah you just need to be in a place with a of... door that shuts <laughs> okay that is a very good rule door so door that shuts <laughs> we're going out to get bagels you want anything no i'll stay back <laughs> How long are you going to be? <laughs> 10 minutes? Plenty of time. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect for what? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. What about... Oh, wait. Dave, since I stepped on your story when you were telling it on the bonus episode, do you want to talk about humiliating your other podcast co-host oh, about, that by day. asking him this? Yeah. So like th- that day... Well, no, it was, the, it was... So we did that podcast that week. And you were like, where would you masturbate if you were staying at someone's place for a weekend? And I was like, I just hold it in for a weekend. And you were like, oh, my God. So my other podcast, I was Wait, like. Wait, do that impression of me again? It was, what did I do? I don't even know what I, I did. I don't know. It's funny. <laughs> did I do something? Oh, my God. Like your little Jolie voice. No, look at me. I'm Jolie. I'm from Boston. I don't know. I got I, I to gotta work on it. I'll get it better for next week. Okay, thank you. So at the end of our other podcast, I was like, so here's a question that was posed to me. Let me pose it to you. If you're staying at someone's place for a weekend, you know, where, where do you jerk off? And he was like, you mean like into something? I'm like, no, 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 like the room. And he was just like, I don't know, like probably the bedroom I'm staying in. Like where, he's like, where would you do it? And I was like, I just wouldn't do it. And he was like, you fucking set me up and then I jerk on someone's house? And I was like, no, that was really my answer like three days ago. I didn't really set anybody up or anything. So, yeah. I was really proud of that. I think that was a very, that was a very well done. Well played, Dave. I was like, I was like, I was like Vincent D'Onofrio on Criminal Intent getting the confession <laughs> without even like really just trying to do it. Do it. Just like, yeah, just leaning over. This is where you do it, isn't it? <laughs> I didn't mean to do it. I just wanted to. Yeah, whatever. Get out of here. But yeah, if you're in there for a week. Yeah. So I think, Maureen, you're absolutely right. As long as you have a door. So sh- the shower is fine because mm. you don't have to worry about clogging it up. Um, sound Soundproof door, all that stuff. If you're in a bedroom with a door, that's fine. Or like an office on an air mattress with a door, as long as there's a door. Closet. You go hide in the closet. Yourself, you know, don't like yeah, so jizz on someone's sheets. That's that's too much. Yeah. So then that's the other thing that like you also need to think about where like yeah, the jizz has to go somewhere and it and it <laughs> should it should not go somewhere that is in any way, shape, or form left behind for your host. Yes. I um, mean garbage is, you know. Yeah. You're allowed to put things in garbage cans. So but. go go stand in the kitchen and jerk <laughs> off over the garbage can. <laughs> That is the one stressful thing. You got you to watch, see where it goes. Like if it lands on like someone's like shampoo bottle, you know, you got to be aware of that so you can. Yeah, but they'll just think it's condi- a blurb Ew. of conditioner. Now we're getting into like there's something about Mary territory. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's good. But I was thinking it's fine because it's good for your hair and your skin. Like if I accidentally was like not like in the bottle. I mean like on the like. On I know. Something. I understand what yeah, you mean. Like, I understood that. Touch it and then. 
Right, but they're just going to think it's like a, a dribble of shampoo or conditioner. No, I'm still not okay with that. Yeah. <laughs> no one's allowed to... <laughs> But you won't she know. My shampoos. No, but you won't know. Well, well I wouldn't know, but know. I still don't want it to happen. How about, how about, we, do a t- how about we do a test? Okay. There are plenty of times like you don't know that the waiter spit in your food, but you would prefer to imagine he didn't. <laughs> right, no, that's, what, that's, what that's what I'm saying. I don't think you guys really need to worry all about that because we like. If yeah, you're you probably host, won't get caught. Yeah. If you're the host, what you don't know won't hurt you. In fact, it'll probably make your hair look lovely and shiny. Um, and if you're and if you're the guest, like. There's always like a there's always plausible deniability yeah. around around semen in a showering situation because it looks like other <laughs> shower products. And also, mm. who's gonna like jacuzzi? Like <laughs> you, master? Like no one's gonna do that to you. What kind also of jerk? that? <laughs> Dave, can I talk to you for a minute? <laughs> sure. What's up? Did you masturbate? I, I noticed that the walls of the bathroom <laughs> had some sort of substance. In like a spray pattern. <laughs> what were you doing in there by chance? Uh, I sneezed. I, mean, I sneezed like four times. I mean, look, Dave, all through high school, you had a clogged up shower drain. Your mom never c- confronted you about it. No. People, are, people don't bring this up. Like, right. I just, no. right, That's why I just assumed it was just like a thing that happened. What were you the... doing in high school about the drain? Like, or did you tell your parents? Did you just bathe in knee high water like me in college? What do you mean? Did you get, did you like invest in Drano and you're just Dranoing your own drain? Oh, no. I just, just did my thing and then that was the end of it. There was no inv- what do you mean like the- How did you deal with the ba- the fact that the drain was constantly backed up? That's what I'm asking. Oh, I, I didn't. <laughs> you just showered in ankle deep water? Oh, not, it, not never like in the moment was it like backed up. Oh. Like I I meant like you know like you would you would like run the water like a couple days into the month and you'd be like why is it not going down and then I would just assume it was because I was a gross It was. Boy. That's what it was. It like, was. Right. If it, if it backed up while it I was in there. It had nothing to do with your semen. I'm, it's just you being a I feel like my semen might be so powerful that perhaps it, it, could, it could actually do it. It probably We don't know it. for sure. <laughs> this, like, I may have well, like superheroes. We, we can solve two problems. We'll send you down to the semen lab. You can find out what goes on in there and how long, you, how long you're hanging out with your semen sample for 20 minutes. How right. that all goes down. And yeah. then you can find out that you have supersonic semen. Super, super coagulating. Yeah. Like that's some, the fear. Like some superheroes can fly. <laughs> <laughs> really coagulate. That's it. <laughs> oh, what a gross word. The coagulator to the rescue. <laughs> I really oh, like... the ship is sinking. How are we going to patch the hole? I'm here. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> the Titanic could have been saved if only I had been on the boat. Oh, what a shame. Tragedy could have been averted. Oh, well. All right. Well, that's probably a good note. Then, right? <laughs> I, I can't. I can't imagine how we're gonna top Dave saving the Titanic through the power of his ejaculate. <laughs> <laughs> Not all heroes wear capes. <laughs> oh my god! Some, somewhere, somewhere, boxer briefs is all I'm saying. That's, keeps everything. I've learned so much about you today. Yeah, good show. <laughs> good content. It's really great. Um, all right. Well, that'll do it for this episode of Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. If you like what you heard today, 
If you didn't like what you heard today, you are already long gone. So if you're still with us, thank you. I, clearly, you did you did like what you heard today. Please consider becoming a patron by going to patreon.com slash person and selecting one of the amazing rewards we're offering to our listeners. We would also love it if you would subscribe on Acast or iTunes, leave a rating, and tell your pals about this weird little cleaning show that you love so very much. A big, big, big thank you to a friend of the show, Maureen O'Connor, the Sex Lives columnist at New York Magazine for joining us for this incredibly spirited and educational episode. Um, Maureen, we loved having you. We hope you'll come back. Um, and of, of course, course. <laughs> and, of course, and of course, thanks to you, our listeners, for joining us for another episode of Ask a Theme Person, the podcast. Yay! Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. 